This is a treasure gym, treasure gym, so, if anybody was here last month, make some noise, make some noise. You were here last month, last month, last month. All right. If this is your first time, if this is the third, make some noise. Make some noise, make some noise. Your first time. Welcome to all our first timers. Welcome back to everybody that's been here before, right? We have moved into a, a space where now we're consistent. For those that don't know the history of Third Thursday, uh, we've been moving around to different black-owned businesses throughout the Chicagoland area every Third Thursday of the month, hence the name Third Thursday. And we would activate that space, compliments of Maker's Mark and Mountain High. Now that we have a static location and a home, so to speak, for the uh, activations, we have the opportunity to not only have high quality productions, but we're also able to have special invited guests, all right? So uh, what is that, Kuzi Chagalia? I don't, I don't know that. What's the cause of principle for cooperative economics and coming together and doing shit? Okay, we'll go with that one. Uh, and today is actually the official kickoff, if y'all can see these shirts, brought to you by a black owned business called Thai Tees on 79th Street. All right, Sid's not here today, but still shout out to Sid. Uh, so we have collab, a collab, uh, 345 collab. And what that is, is this, that, and the third collabing with Plate 45, all right? Now, Plate 45 is founded, uh, founded and run by my girl, Miranda, and she's actually gonna come up and tell y'all a little bit more about herself, her organization, and what they stand for. So y'all give a round of applause. And Talia, can you give it a mic? Y'all can do better than that. Y'all give a round of applause like this, y'all business? Yeah. Tell them what it is, sis. I will, I will. Come up here in front of the camera. Beautiful people. Oh. There you go. Hey, I can't stand in front of the, the best host ever for podcasts. Go to you, go to you, go to you, go to you, go to Hey, thank you. I am Charlemagne so ain't got shit on me. That's right. I fuck it with you. So true, so true. Fuck Joe Bedden, too. I don't know about that submissive bit he was talking about, but that's you know. everything gets You know. Um, yeah, I am super excited to be announcing this collab in partnership with Reese and... Calvin, um, the best podcast show in the world, can we just say? Um, Play 45 is actually, is Play 45 Institute is actually an acronym for preparing leaders and tech-savvy entrepreneurs. Think of us like the underground connection for black entrepreneurs. Um, we rely on each other to deliver resources and connect with each other. So it's all up and grounded in what are your skills, what are your talents, what's your superpowers, and let's work together, right? Um, and not count on other people to support our businesses. And so, with that being said, you can Google Play 45, but I want to talk to you about our special guest that we have here tonight. Talk to him. One and only Krista Shavers, if you haven't heard about her, you'll meet her tonight. Uh, Krista, oh, yeah. Where are you? And there is no Krista without Noella, so shout out to the baby, Noella. Shout out to the baby, y'all. Yeah. Get around the place for that baby. But Crystal is world-renowned for um, creating brands and helping people identify and, re and reimagine themselves. So I'm super honored to have you here today. Thank you so much for being our first guest on this, that, and the third collaboration with Play 45. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I love gentlemen. That's the best. <laughs> it's a partial gentleman. I don't know real. So we give a round of applause for our special guest one time. All right. So we don't do intros and on this and the third, we let you speak your piece. So tell the people who you are and what you about, please. For sure, so hi 
Hi, my name is Krista Shaver, soon to be Burns. I am married, but I haven't changed my last name yet. It's, it's a transition that I am still working through. Um, so I, yes, reimagine. So the name of my brand is Reimagine with Krista. And my goal is to help people reimagine the possibilities of their life. So I believe that everyone was created with a purpose, created with gifts, talents. And I think that if you tap into those, you can live your most blessed life, have the most abundance, and also find wealth. I think there's so much lack in the world because people aren't tapping into their purpose and their talents. So my goal with my businesses is to help people really tap in, reimagine the possibilities of their life, and really help them build that. Straight like that. Can we give it up one time? All right. So tell us, like, when did, when did you tap in to the fact that you, you had something special and you knew kind of the, the, the path or the ministry that you wanted to pursue and like what was the why behind it, right? I think you kind of alluded to it, but like give us some of the timeline. Absolutely. So as I told you before, um, I've been creating businesses since I was a teeny bopper, a teenager, um, and I've been working with businesses as a consultant. I've always um, enjoyed working. <laughs> um, wow, that's a first. <laughs> yes. Well, I find jobs that I like, and there I need jobs there it is. that I that's don't. Key. There it is. So, um, yes, so I didn't realize that I was learning how to build businesses, run businesses, do branding, marketing, and all of those things. And then um, I tried the traditional routes, and I never felt satisfied. I never felt comfortable. I always knew that I wasn't tapping into my full potential of work, of possibilities, or income. Because they always try to limit how much you get paid or no. That part. Straight up. Straight up. So, yes. So, um, I... Um, really started to make this transition after my mother passed away. Mm. She um, was, like many stories you hear, sh she wasn't hurt by the doctors when she was finally diagnosed, it was too late. And she um, was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, three weeks later she passed away, and she was 50. And this was also the year that I became like a real adult, after I finished college and my first year in work. So it all happened in the same year. Man, my mom lot. came to my graduation, I started my job, my mom was diagnosed and she died within like six to nine months. So I'm the only girl, the only daughter, the only granddaughter. And it was a huge blow for me. And then not only did I lose my mom, but I also had to become her mother's caretaker. So I began to care for my grandmother. And I was 23 years old. Mm, so um, my mother and I had so many dreams, so many plans, so many things we did. And we had things about one day. And then that day never came. So I really was not satisfied with that. And I never found happiness or satisfaction or comfort in a, a traditional nine to five job. And I learned through my diverse career and work that you can really do whatever you want to do. So that was always my goal. Barbie was, is one of my biggest motivations, <laughs> not because she's a beautiful, like fabulous Barbie girl, but because she does a million and one careers and Straight jobs up. and she owns things. It's Barbie's house, it's right. Barbie's car. She's a pilot and she's a flight attendant. <laughs> so I'm like, why can't I live life like that too? Do you so, think she's submissive to Ken? You know what? I'm just saying. No, cause she got her own, okay. She's Oprah. <laughs> I don't, if you ever watch or read Barbie content, no. Nah, not at all. Yeah. Okay, I've never heard anybody say 
they look up to Barbie. But the, the analogy Minaj. was like really good. Minaj don't count. She don't count. Um, but that, the analogy, it makes total sense because I love Barbie. I mean, she had her own convertible. She did her own thing. She, she was stylish. Okay. Yeah, it makes order. total sense. Absolutely. And it re- she really spoke to me because I remember the first time someone told me I couldn't do something. Mm. I was five years old in kindergarten. I told, we had, it was that career project, what do you want to do when you grow up? Yeah. <laughs> and I told them that I wanted to be the first black woman president of the United States. Straight up. And my um, non-person of color um, kindergarten teacher told me that was not possible, right? And I didn't understand why it wasn't possible then. But life messaging continued to tell me and show me what was not possible because I am a black woman, I am a woman, I am black, I so many things. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, I did begin to believe that, right? And then I ended up working as a lobbyist in Springfield. Um, that's where you went to school? That's where I went to grad, grad school. Grad school, okay. Yeah. So I did that, and I saw so many people just making stuff up. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Everything's made up. Stay woke. And I was like, wait a minute. I can make up stuff, too. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> so. Okay, what were they making up? Like Laws. Give, laws, policies, positions businesses, organizations, foundations, grants, they make up whatever they would like to make up. So you got put on the game. I got put on the game pretty young because my mom died. I was hired by a lobbyist. So that was, I was again 23 learning the ropes of how the world works. Because politics, and it's so interesting you talked about that, politics literally runs our world. Yeah. So when I learned how that works, how it touches every industry, oh, I forgot to mention, I also was um, a political reporter. So I understand media and politics, and I got to see how messaging works, how just businesses, brands, everything works as far as communications, media, and how that creates the narrative at the same time as politics is creating the narrative and how they work hand in hand. So, again, everyone's making everything up. Why can't I make up things myself? Straight like that. We got to ask the right questions, right? Let me ask you this. It seems like in your very formative adult years, you went through a lot of trauma. How has that trauma informed the work that you do and the approach you take to it? Absolutely. So it's so funny you ask that because I I didn't understand it was trauma, but I understood it was problems. So I understood that there were mental health issues, health issues, like lack issues. I understood that there were layers of issues, but trauma is a wonderful word because it really encapsulates everything. Um, So I didn't really truly um, understand it was trauma until I really started diving into my own trauma journey. And I'd like to give a little shout out to one of my besties. She's here. She told me that you're experiencing trauma. And I'm like, girl, what? And she was the one who suggested that I go and start working on my mental health journey. I didn't listen at first because I come from, you know, pray it out. Oh, so my dad's a pastor. Ah. I was raised raised by ministers. PK, straight up. Yes. We be the worst ones sometimes, though. Sometimes. Sometimes. With with many blessings come many trials. And free... Children of ministers receive a lot of blessings if you accept it, 
But that also comes with trials that you don't, you know, ask for, expect yourself. Mm -hmm. And when my mom passed away, my father actually became a senior pastor the same year. Wow. And because he didn't have a first lady, there were people who had to fill in the gaps. And I was one of those people. So I ended up working a lot as a pseudo first lady during a time where I felt betrayed by God. And I no longer even knew if I believed in God. Oh, and wow. so I had to be in the church, smile, while I was still working through the trauma of my mom. And that further traumatized me. I can imagine. Yes. But I'm so glad you asked me about trauma because I am currently working on my own mental health journey. Okay, talk about um, it. Yes, so. Safe space. <laughs> Love you too. Um, so I'm a, a newish mom and wife. I think that you get 12 months, this is me in my mind. I think you get 12 months to say you're like you're a new wife. And then I think you get 12 months to say you're a new mom. Both happen for me at the same time. So I think I get 24 months. Sorry, right. so. take, take all the time you need. Yes. So I'm a new mom and I'm a new wife. And I'm also a new bonus mom. I have a wonderfully beautiful bonus son who will be 10 next week. Okay. So just I became everything very quickly during COVID. Okay. Yeah. Without, so I, after I took care of my mother's mom, she passed too. So I've like planned two funerals. I wasn't even, I was pretty young. I wasn't 30 yet. So just, I've had to grow up quickly. Um, I noticed that there were things that I had within me that I learned that I ne didn't necessarily think helped me in my adult years that I learned as a child that I was speaking in the same way to and about my children, my bonus son and my daughter. And I, it didn't really sit well with me. And just a lot of things. I have very high standards for myself. <laughs> and so I wasn't living up to any of them. And I constantly thought, what is wrong with me? But knowing other things were, but not thinking that the help that I need lied in me addressing my mental health. Yeah. So what did that help look like? Or what does it look like? So um, I uh reach out to an outpatient um, facility. My husband was real, a huge push and huge support of that. He saw that I was in a mental health crisis because it was all of my trauma plus postpartum during COVID. And again, I, as I mentioned, I became a wife and a mom. Our wedding was 10 days before the baby was born. And I also had a traumatic birth experience. Wow. So just a lot of things happened. And so my husband really pushed me towards um, handling my mental health and also creating a space for me to do that because I am a full-time stay-at-home mompreneur. Um, so I currently, I'm almost, I get discharged. I graduate from the program next week. Okay. Um, Hold on, let's, let's give a clap for that. On the real. Seeing things through, straight up. So mental I health is wealth. All summer long, since June, I've been in a mental health program that's really just addressing trauma. And every day I go in, it's a half day, Monday through Friday, and it's group therapy. I have an individual therapist. We have a family therapist, and it's done wonders. It's literally saving my life, saving my marriage, saving my business and career, and also ensuring that I am the mom that I always envisioned myself to be. That's dope, man. So, like, yeah, give a round of applause for that. And it's, it's, it's dope. And forgive me if you got a question, but it's, it's dope to me how the brand 
that you have is called Reimagine. Tell me the exact name. Reimagine with Krista. Now, exactly. Now, it seems like you're doing that in real time and helping other people do that, right? Yeah. So talk about some of the people you've helped, some of the placements you've helped get them, and, you know, just kind of how you embody that whole Reimagine brand. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm so, so excited, and I feel so honored. Look at God. One of my client's friends is here in the building. Okay. And I recently helped her this summer develop her um, new offerings, develop her pitch language, develop her pitch materials. And she just told me a couple days ago she got five offers based off Woo! of that. Come on, man. Yes. So, I, think, I think that's Cookie Chagalia again. <laughs> I think. So, yes, yeah, so I'm so blessed to work with uh, women and minorities who are emerging brands and businesses, but I've also had the opportunity to work with larger organizations like Comet, the light people. Um, I've also been able to work with other energy companies, um, urban leagues, and also um, one of the things I'm most proud of is that the United States federal government has been a client. The feds? Well, of course. <laughs> yes. So that was. The boys? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. So the U.S. Department of State, that was a client last year. Um, okay. So, and politicians, um, media companies, um, a lot of coaches. I also am a coach, so I help coach people through taking their purpose and creating a career and a life around that. Dope, dope. Yeah, if you turn your that's passion, your, your purpose and your passion into your profession. And that's what I help other yeah. people do. All right, contact. I was like, how are we getting contact? Oh. <laughs> I didn't want to ask all the questions. So tell the people how they get in contact with you. Absolutely. <laughs> so um, as I mentioned, my brand is Reimagine with Krista. So my website is www.reimagine with Krista, all one word. And the name Krista, again, raised by minister. So it's Christ with an A at the end. <laughs> So, yes, my parents named me after Jesus himself. Right there. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of weight, but right. I'm working. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. I'm working to own it in my own way. Okay. So, what yes. about uh, Instagram handles and all that? So, Instagram, same, at Reimagine with Krista. I am super social on Facebook because I am a grandma in spirit. Um, dude, growing up fast. So, no, um, <laughs> so Krista Janella, that's where I talk about everything. So, and then also, uh, Noella and I, my gorgeous one-year-old, we have a, um, a shared page. It's Melanated Mommy. So that's where I share all things Noella and me being a mom. Um, and that's Melanated and then Mommy, M-O-M-M-I-E. Got it. Okay. All right, give me a round of applause to it one time, one time. All right, so before we get up out of here, man, in traditional this and a third fashion, we have a game that we play with all of our special guests on this and a third, and the game is actually called this, that, and a third. Now, the rules are simple. We're going to ask you three questions, and all you got to do is answer honestly and from the heart. You ready to play? Yes. All right, this is this. What has been the greatest triumph throughout your journey thus far? The greatest triumph throughout your journey thus far? Um, me going from being a pacifist and someone who was a people pleaser to me assertively owning my authenticity and creating a life in alignment with my goals, dreams, and values. 
Dope, dope, dope. Right okay. Snap, snap, snap. Okay. This is that. So when I initially met you, we were at El Wu's anniversary. Um, Shout out to Wu Wu in the building. Calvin was a whole fool. He was the host. Half a fool. Okay. But you were the photographer. Yes. What do you love about photography? I think that the... I love photography because, again, especially after losing loved ones, that photography captures moments in time. Photography tells stories. Photography evokes emotion. As they say, pictures tell a thousand words, but by the right photographer, a picture can tell a million words. Yeah, straight up. Okay. I like that. Well, this is the third, and I got this off Instagram. <laughs> if you could rewind time or pause it, which one would you do and why? I would rewind time. Okay, and why? <laughs> because there's so much knowledge I know now. And like those time travelers in the movies, I would go back and use it to my advantage. Oh, yeah, <laughs> straight like that. <laughs> I, would, I would probably I would rewind time and then 31-year-old Christopher would be a multimillionaire. Straight like yeah, that. that. Straight party. like that. All right, well, give it up one more time for our special guest, Christopher. Unreal. And we thank y'all as always for tuning in and turning up for another exclusive 345 collab brought to you by This, That, and the Third and Plate 45. Give it up one time for Plate 45. All right. Once again, it's been a pleasure serving as your host. It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King the Third. My lovely co-host is with the most, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. And we are the Undisputed King and Queen of Chicago Podcast. Check, Check us, us out. out. This is a Doing this, that, and the third.